0: Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow. Implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. Welcome to my podcast. I am so excited to do this and I know it's going to be a great resource for your direct sales business. On this episode, I'm going to share with you my story because when I was in the field, I like to check people out before I refer them to my team. And I imagine that you probably like to do the same thing. My direct sales journey started in 1996. I joined for the same reason most of you did. I fell in love with the product. I didn't expect to make a career out of this. I thought that I would do this for a couple of years, stock up on everything I needed for the rest of my life, and get some business experience. But it didn't take me long to realize that my direct sales business had more possibilities for my family than my teaching job did. When I started my business, my girls were in preschool, my husband was traveling a lot for his job, and I was commuting almost an hour to my school. As a teacher, I had no flexibility with my schedule. I missed out on my girls' activities at their school, and I couldn't travel with my husband. And heck, I couldn't even go to the bathroom when I wanted to. In order for me to reach my goals, I was told I had to play the numbers game and recruit. So I started recruiting anyone who was over 18, didn't live in my house, and was breathing. The first two criteria were company requirements, and I was willing to compromise on that third one. When someone was ordering a lot of product, I told her she should just get the kit instead. I figured that once they got in the door, they would fall in love with everything and want to work their business, but usually they barely did anything. I recruited hosts by telling them that all they had to do was buy the kit, and I would do the party for them. They could have all the sales and all the bookings, and I would do all the work. And a lot of times they didn't do anything besides ask me how to order products for themselves. Somehow, though, I managed to promote, get a title, walk across stage, and earn a trip. I looked like a leader, but I didn't feel like a leader. And my team certainly didn't act like a team. They were a hodgepodge group of women who were over 18, didn't live in my house, and were breathing. And sometimes I'm not even sure if that last one was true. I planned out and ran team meetings that were poorly attended, so I wrote more training and offered more meetings because clearly they needed to know everything before they could do anything, but that didn't change things. I came up with incentives to get them to do something. I came up with incentives to motivate them to go for the incentives, but no carrot was ever enticing enough. So I kept playing the numbers game and working my own business by doing lots of parties and recruiting everyone and anyone. And that got me recruiting and sales awards, a large customer base, and a big first line. But it also got me burned out. Because no matter what I did, I couldn't promote beyond the first level of leadership. The effort I was putting into my business was not matching the money I was making. I was able to quit my teaching job, but I was now working more hours in one job than I did when I had two. And when I was at my girls' activities or traveling with my husband, I was distracted and I was constantly thinking about and working my business, and I still wasn't going to the bathroom whenever I wanted. So I took the advice, if you can't change your people, change your people, and recruited more people who were over 18, didn't live in my house, and were breathing. By the time we boarded the cruise ship for my second incentive trip, I started to doubt that I was ever going to win the numbers game, and I was seriously considering quitting when we got home. One afternoon, when we were having a day at sea, I was in the pool with my friends who I was out recruiting and out selling at the time. And they were talking about how they planned to promote by conference and how they made some shifts in their business so that it was actually going to happen. So I peppered them with questions and kept asking them what they were doing. And they cut me off and gave me the email address of the coach who was helping them. So I got out of the pool walked down to the internet cafe, paid $25 to send a single email because remember, it was a long time ago and signed up for the program that saved my business. I learned there is no end or winning to a numbers game and that this is a relationship business. I also learned that if you can't change your people, change your people is the worst advice that anyone can get. My people weren't the problem. I was. I wasn't promoting because I wasn't leading properly. I was constantly scrambling. I was running my business out of fear and desperation. So I made a lot of changes and all of them were about me. I changed how I did parties. I changed how I recruited. I changed how I onboarded and launched new team members. I changed how I led. I changed my expectations for both me and for my team. And most importantly, I changed my mindset. And then finally, my results changed. My team meetings were full and energized. My team grew deep, and we celebrated new leaders. My leaders led their teams and shared ideas with each other. We weren't just a hodgepodge group of people anymore who were over 18, didn't live in my house, and breathing. We were finally a team that felt like a team. I started working less and making more money. I felt like I could put my phone down, and I was fully present at my girls' activities and on trips with my husband. I finally got the freedom I desired, and most importantly, I got to go to the bathroom whenever I wanted. After about 13 years or so, I left the company, and when I did, I thought I was leaving the industry forever. While I was transitioning out of my direct sales business, I got an idea to start a stationery company that made cards to help women celebrate the everyday. And I started playing around, and my heartbeats was born. And it was fun, and it was a great creative outlet, but it was lonely. I was a solopreneur, and even though I was still very close with my friends and former team members and customers, it wasn't the same. Then, while I was on vacation in October of 2011, I stumbled upon a new company at a craft show, and by the time I walked back to my hotel, I created a list of potential team members and hosts and signed up when I got home. I wasn't looking to join another company. In fact, this was a terrible time for me to start something like this. I had a new business that wasn't even off the ground yet. Plus, our house was on the market, and we were preparing to move from Virginia to Southern California. But I was so excited to be back in the industry, and I jumped in headfirst, and in just a couple months, I was number three in sales for the company and got an invitation to the leadership event. The person who was supporting the field left the company a few months before the leadership event, and they hadn't found a replacement for her yet. So I asked if I could do it. And we worked out a dual role for me where I coached and trained the field and continued to build my own business and team for a year. Now, when we were moving, I knew I couldn't move, focus on my heartbeats, build my direct sales business, and coach and train an entire company. So I shut down the my heartbeats website and packed away the cards. When my contract to work with the field was up, the company didn't want to renew it or replace me, even though the field and leader count tripled while I was in that role. And eventually I left and went to a jewelry company. In 18 months, I earned two trips and built a team. And then that company was bought by another direct sales company. And I decided to switch gears. When I was making this decision, I remembered how much I missed the industry when I left it before. So I dug out the boxes of my Heartbeats cards, and I started creating new collections with direct sellers in mind, because when I was in the field, I sent a ton of cards to my team, my peers, and my customers, and I thought this would be a great way for me to still be part of the industry without having to be part of the field. But after a few years, being on the fringe wasn't enough for me, and I debated about going back into the field or going to a home office and working in the field development department. When I looked at what had the most influence on my career and how I could best use my strengths to serve and make the greatest impact on this industry that I love, it was an easy choice. I started my own coaching business because coaching is what made all the difference in my business. And I've developed several programs to help you with your business. And on this podcast, I'm going to teach you some of the systems that I created and used to grow my businesses and that I now teach in my programs so that you can get some quick wins. And of course, I'm going to talk a lot about mindset so that you get lasting results. I would love to connect with you and hear what you want me to talk about on this podcast. So send me a DM and join the Facebook group. And of course, share this podcast with your team. I'm going to kick it off with an abundance mindset series that you're going to love. I look forward to serving you and celebrating your inevitable success. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Northcutt on Instagram. And I love to hear from you and celebrate your success.